this morning on the third hour of today in the war zone. President Biden arriving in Israel. I want the people of Israel, the people of the world, to know where the United States stands. The visit coming amid anger and accusations over a deadly blast at a Gaza hospital. We're live with the latest. Plus, our Consumer Confidential, an exclusive look at the new high-tech way we could soon be getting our packages. We are reimagining the future of robotics. When we visit the Amazon facility where robots rule. Plus, in she made it, the inspiring CEO enjoying sweet success. What sparked her mission to make a better cookie dough. And a tail-wagging edition of The Upside. It's hard not to love adorable puppies. The classroom that's literally gone to the dogs and how it's helping kids learn. Today, Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Uh, on a good Wednesday morning, welcome to this third hour of today. Craig, Chanel, Mr. Roker, Dylan Dreyer, so glad that you are with us once again. And we do have another incredibly busy morning. Mm-hmm. President Biden arriving in Israel overnight. He immediately met with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Right now, President Biden is meeting with families and first responders there on the ground in Israel. That visit coming just hours after hundreds were killed in a blast at a large hospital in, in Gaza. Hamas blaming an Israeli airstrike, but the Israeli military says it has proof another militant group within Gaza was responsible for that strike. That explosion, by the way, triggered a wave of protests across the region. And in response, a planned meeting between the president and leaders of several Arab nations was canceled. It is a volatile, evolving situation there on the ground. NBC News senior national correspondent Tom Yamas on the ground in Israel for us right now. Tom, good morning to you. Hey, Craig, good morning to you. This is one of the most tense times that I've ever seen during this war. It's because of what happened at that hospital in Gaza where hundreds have died. Iran now calling on other Arab nations to open multiple fronts against Israel. Again, this is just sort of adding fuel to the fire right now because of the tense situation here. This, as President Biden has a very busy morning here, as you laid out all the people he's meeting with, including the Israeli war cabinet, and making one thing very clear, the U.S. stands with Israel. President Biden in Israel this morning while the Middle East is in turmoil. The president meeting Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in a show of solidarity following last week's Hamas terrorist attack that killed more than 1,400 in Israel and at least 31 Americans. We will continue to have Israel's back as you work to defend your people. We'll continue to work with you and partners across the region to prevent more tragedy innocent civilians. As protests continue from the West Bank to Tunisia and crowds approaching the U.S. Embassy in Beirut, reacting to that deadly blast at a hospital in Gaza that killed hundreds. Hamas blaming Israel for the explosion. The Israeli military strongly denying that, saying it was caused by a Palestinian rocket that misfired, launched not by Hamas, but another militant group, Islamic Jihad, which says the accusation is false. Biden seeming to side with Israelis this morning. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not, not you. Another major priority for the president, the release of hostages taken by Hamas, including Americans. 
and the safe passage of humanitarian aid into Gaza and the opening of the Rafah crossing where many, including Americans, are waiting to leave. We have to also bear in mind that Hamas does not represent all the Palestinian people and has brought them only suffering. He's encouraging life-saving uh, capacity to help the Palestinians who are innocent caught in the middle of this. The president had been planning to discuss those issues with President Mahmoud Abbas and Jordanian and Egyptian leaders. That summit now canceled in the wake of the hospital attack. One of the harsh realities we are seeing on the ground here in Israel is that Israel's main mission, as they said from the get-go after that terrorist attack, was to destroy completely Hamas, to wipe them off the face of the earth. What we're seeing, though, it is impossible to destroy Hamas and not destroy Gaza. And you are seeing those pictures all throughout the Gaza Strip right now. And this has complicated President Biden's trip here, right, because he was supposed to, as we reported, meet with other leaders of Arab nations, including Egypt and Jordan. And right after that hospital attack, which both sides are blaming each other for, the leaders of those Arab nations immediately canceled that meeting. Mm. Guys, back to you. Hey, Tom, we, we've seen you reporting from all around Israel the last few days. I can't help but notice the stores open behind you. What is daily life like there? Yeah. Yeah, the stores here are, are definitely open and, and there were people on the streets. It's four o'clock right now in the afternoon. Uh, daily life for Israelis are there, there'll be air raids and people will, will run to shelters or they'll run underneath to their safe rooms. Uh, we were speaking to somebody who lives in the area here saying that that right around this time over the next few hours are when all the rockets from Hamas, from Gaza, start to be fired over Israel. The Iron Dome intercepts those missiles, but it's a very dangerous time. So, so right around now, people start going back to their homes, start to seek safe shelter. But look, during the mornings, during the afternoons, people are out and about. We were in Jerusalem speaking to, to merchants there, speaking to everyday people. Look, they have to live during war, right? This is life during war. But at the same time, the war consumes them. So as soon as you start talking to people, the first thing that comes up is the war. When you speak to Israelis, the first thing they mention, of course, is that Hamas terrorist attack. People here will never forget that. And they don't want the world to forget that either. And when you speak to Palestinians, the first thing they mention, obviously, are the bombings in Gaza. So it, it is consuming everyone here. They're trying to live their life like every single day, but it, it is a war. Absolutely. The juxtaposition of the video behind you, the pictures, and then the pictures we see from Gaza. Yeah. It's just a tough situation. Tom Yamas, thank you. Stay safe, Tom. And be sure to stay with NBC News and NBCNews.com throughout the day for the latest on the situation in the Middle East and, of course, the president's visit. Okay, we want to take a turn now to our Consumer Confidential as we head into the busy holiday shopping season. A lot of people are going to rely on Amazon, of course, to get everything on those wish lists. So this morning, we've got an exclusive look at the new way those gifts get from add to cart to <laughs> on your doorstep. NBC News senior investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn is Hi, here Vicky. with more. Vic, yes, switching gears literally, and I'm glad to do it. I hope yeah. to give people something else to think about, you know, just mm. a small break from all, all right. of this difficult news. Good morning to you. Today, Amazon officially unveils its new cutting-edge delivery technology. And we got to see firsthand how the company is now working to get your orders out faster than ever. From robots to artificial intelligence, Amazon says it's revolutionizing the way consumers get their orders. It comes as e-commerce sales are predicted to grow at least 10% this holiday season, reaching $278 billion, according to Deloitte. Amazon alone estimated to deliver 13.5 million parcels each day. 
and it's all about innovation. I'm inside Boss 27. This is a state-of-the-art facility just outside of Boston, and with me now is Amazon's chief technologist for robotics, Ty Brady. Ty, thanks for being here. My pleasure. So this is the first time the public will see some of the new technology you are rolling out for the holidays. What happens in a lab like this? We are reimagining the future of robotics so that you can do your holiday shopping even better. Today, Amazon launches Sequoia, its brand new robotic system in Houston. The company says it's capable of stocking merchandise 75% more quickly and delivering your orders 25% faster. What was the problem you were trying to solve with Sequoia? We want to offer a wider selection for our customers. We want to do that in a very efficient manner so they can pass on a low cost to our customers. Brady says Sequoia also makes it safer for employees, reducing the number of accidents and repetitive stress injuries. So you don't have to get on a ladder, you don't have to bend down on your knees, you don't have to reach up uh, really high. They're able to bring these totes from the warehouse to okay, a workstation so like this, where I met up with David so Guerin, who helped design and build Sequoia. A machine has gotten this item out of the warehouse, brought it over here, and now what happens? Now the associate finds the item uh, that's up on the screen, so we can take it out. This is a yellow phone we, case. We scan it. Okay. We put it in uh, a tote to be sent to another part of the building for packaging. We let the system know it's, it's, it's in there. And then this will cycle through and deliver us another tote to pick something else out of. And just how do those towers move around? Meet Hercules. Today is graduation day. The Finnish robots form a line and drive themselves onto their own shipping pallets where they'll head off to work at fulfillment centers around the world. Amazon is also introducing Digit. This new bipedal robot can grab and move orders in warehouse spaces not designed for humans. So I think something a lot of people are curious about is what happens between the time they click buy now and the product arrives at their doorstep. You're going to walk me through that. Sounds good. Okay, so I'm going to buy what is a bestseller on Amazon right All now. All right, very good. The Instant Pot. It's going to be hot this holiday too. Be hot, right on your phone, ready to go. Okay, I'm going to add it to my cart. By the time you did that, yeah. I've sourced every Instant Pot inside our network to figure out what's the best way to, to bring that to your house. The system found my Instant Pot at a fulfillment center in Penns Grove, New Jersey. From there, it was driven to Carteret, New Jersey, where it was boxed, labeled, and loaded onto another truck, headed for a distribution center in the Bronx. That's where the delivery van picked it up and dropped it off the next day at 6.48 p.m. to me. Welcome to my office. The company also has more than 10,000 Rivian electric vans across the U.S. to reduce its environmental impact. Branson Ramirez drives one. I can do about 150 stops, uh, maybe 250 to 300 packages. New technology evolving to get us what we want faster and more sustainably this holiday season. And if you are wondering whether the robots are taking jobs away from people, well, Amazon says it has been tracking this. And they say that over the t last 10 years, they've added hundreds of thousands of jobs, 700 new job categories, like engineers who help design the jobs, the robots, rather. So, you know, jobs evolve. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, Amazon's not the only one. So Amazon just opened three new fulfillment centers. They've added a bunch of drone delivery sites, 36 of them. Mm -hmm. Target is adding 100,000 workers for the holiday. So everybody is really mm -hmm. gearing up this time. Yeah, I do want to apologize for the times that I get upset that I can't receive something next day and I have <laughs> to wait funny. two days because I see that there is now a whole process <laughs> and most things can get delivered. We're so like spoiled. That. I know, we, we are, are really spoiled. We are so exactly. spoiled. Now they're actually testing, you can say, I want it at breakfast time or lunchtime or dinner time in some that's, markets. That's, that's wild. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, we're wow. going to give you something right now. A <laughs> fascinating <you. laughs> Wellness Wednesday. We've heard all about the power of positive thinking, but could it actually improve our health as we age? We're going to dive into that. Then later in the upside, Puppies Unleashed. 
inside a classroom and wait until you hear the impact it's having on these kids. Third hour today, I'll be right back. Not in two days, not in one day, right back. This morning in Wellness Wednesday, we are talking about aging and specifically how we think about it. Recent studies show a link between our attitude about getting older and how long and well we live. Mm. So here to explain it all is psychiatrist, Dr. Samantha Boardman. Dr. Boardman, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So I think, you know, we all age, it, it's inevitable, but how we handle it and our attitude towards it, I think makes a big difference. Well, people who have positive beliefs and a positive mindset about aging live longer and healthier lives. And this isn't woo-woo. This is not <laughs> magical thinking. Actually, studies show they have better cognitive functioning. They are more physically active. They sleep better. They're less likely to be depressed. So they live longer and have more life in their years. Mm. I, I feel like you're a prime <clears throat> example of this. There's some people who, as they age... Get they better. seem to be more positive. Yes, they seem We're to get sort younger. of like fine wines, you know, that we do seem to <laughs> like, get, you know, like happier. Up. And there's actually something called the paradox of aging and that people tend to get happier. They're mm. less attuned to like the minutia, mm -hmm. less attuned to the drama and more paying attention to the delight. And I, I've also found that, you know, like part of this is there are these these benefits like you know like suddenly you're you're trying to get more active you're trying to be a little more healthy things like that mm -hmm. yeah well absolutely and this idea that sort of our brains are predicting machines sort of so what we pay attention to on expectations really shape our experience and how we respond to something mm -hmm. so you know imagine you um, are 65 years old one day and you wake up with a bad back and it hurts and if you have a positive mindset about aging you might think hmm what can I do about this Maybe or you could think, I'm lucky I woke up. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. But that optimistic mindset really sort of informs your decision making. If you think, oh, there's nothing I can do. Okay. This is sort of all right. downhill. You're less likely to do anything about that's it. And why does that, why does that connection exist? Well, there's this mind-body connection and how our brains really inform our behaviors, what we do, as you're saying, if we sort of decide to exercise or take care of ourselves in ways, but also on more of a cellular level, mm -hmm. that people who have positive beliefs about aging have lower levels of cortisol in their blood, which is a marker of stress as mm. well. So it's sort of in our you know, behavior, in our bones, and in our bodies. You know, it's so interesting. I can't tell you how many people will pull me aside or message me or stop saying your age, you know? And it's like, I just feel like if we keep doing that, mm -hmm. it almost puts the shame on aging. So for people who are watching or listening and they just dread aging and look, it's not easy, right? Are there things that you can do to kind of reframe that mindset or any advice you can give? Because we can say it, but there are people who really dread it. Well, language matters. And, you know, from the moment we're born, we're aging. But even starting at an earlier age, in your 20s and 30s, do we think of it as synonymous with decline, with sort of a downhill spiral? People do. Or do we see it as also a gateway of something to look forward to? What are you, how are you going to challenge yourself? What do you hope to do? And that this attitude, sort of reframing it and seeing it, focusing less on what you're sort of losing, but more on what you might be gaining. Mm. Acknowledging what's what's ahead as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. And looking forward to that. And so thinking about sort of 
what are the what what can I do? What are the actions that I could take to sort of you know allow for and promote healthy aging? And one of those would be thinking about the people in your yes. life, mm-hmm. and also how your sense of purpose in your life and how you play. So we know having close social networks is really reliably important for health, all of our health at all ages of our lives, but especially as we age, having what they call intergenerational friendships, like mm. having a bouquet of friends, people of all ages making new friends, and people always find unexpected joy from those mm. social connections. This has been helpful. Yeah, especially, that. I think, uh, the other thing that helps people, if, especially if you enjoy your job, yeah. uh, as a, unlike our parents who, you know, got out Didn't at 65, yeah. you know, mm. is staying in your job. So yeah. sorry, Dylan. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want him to live long, don't you? I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's a but just not, just not here. Anyway, That's funny. Dr. Boardman, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Hey, when we come back, a doggone good idea. A classroom where kids and dogs are learning side by side. And when do you see the results? Then later, we've got good housekeeping out with their kitchen awards. The latest gear to make a meal like a breeze, like that mini garden growing right on your counter. And they've got another item that I think is a game changer. Really? It's third hour today. I'll be right back. What is it? Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Time now for our series, The Upside, except this morning we're going to call it The Pup Side <laughs> because we're taking you to a school where puppies and kids are sharing a classroom. And it's not just adorable. Our Weekend Today co-anchor Peter Alexander found out it's also helping kids learn. I love that. Peter? Hey, guys, this is certain to make you smile. Six-year-olds and eight-week-old puppies. Pretty cute, right? But that also sounds like it could certainly be pretty chaotic. So we went to check it out for ourselves, and I was totally impressed by just how well it worked for the first graders, a real-time lesson in empathy and responsibility, and even their reading scores have improved. And for those puppies, tons of attention and love. <laughs> That's what it started morning So it's not exactly your normal school greeting, but at Hanby Elementary in Wilmington, Delaware, it's just the way Brooke Hughes' first graders like it. Puppy. Hughes has always been an animal lover, and after fostering several puppies during the pandemic, a light bulb went off. What did the school say when you said, so I have an idea, right. I want to bring puppies to the classroom? Right. There was a lot of questions, um, but they said after I kept telling all the research about how dogs and puppies, you know, can increase, you know, productivity and mental health. They said, all right, you get one day. That one day turned into the rest of the school year and the beginning of Foster Tales Puppy Therapy, a program Hughes created that she says has changed how her students learn. We've seen a benefit in their reading scores because if they have puppy time, if the puppies are asleep, they have to read to them. And so their reading confidence has soared. And the kids that were like, you know, hesitant to pick up a book and read, they couldn't wait to read to a puppy. These days, these first graders' classmates include a pair of eight-week-old Husky Pitbull mixes, Kelsey and Graham, fittingly a tribute to their favorite Philadelphia Eagles players, not far away. Hughes brings Kelsey and Graham home every night, but during the days, they've taught these kids to do more than just cuddle and play. The empathy with each other and the patience with each other, I've seen that being a huge growth since before we had puppies. Every morning they have to do a little check-in. How are you feeling today? This year, almost every day, they circle excited and I say, how are you feeling today? Like, I'm excited because I get to come to school with puppies and you. As a teacher, you can't ask for a lot more I can't ask for it. I mean, 
If you, I think my number one job as a teacher in this grade is to make school fun, make learning fun. The rest will come. And it's coming quick. Just look at the poster Sydney made. Will you read it for me? Okay. Okay. Adopt a dog because they are playful and they like treats and they like naps. They do like naps. 20 puppies have now come through Hughes' classroom before finding their forever homes. Lincoln, why do we want these puppies to be adopted? So they can have a home. We want them to find a home forever, right? And this video she posted of her kids and the puppies bonding went viral with nearly 3 million views. People lost their TikTok minds. <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea it was going to blow up. Why do you think it resonated? I think seeing the joy that the kids had and they fell in love with kids reading to them, of course. That puppy love has helped all of her students, including Logan, who is mostly nonverbal and uses this device to communicate. I like to read to Kelsey and Grant. He just came out of his shell. He came out of his shell, but he also taught us that he knows more than we knew. He was reading an above grade level book to the puppies. Wow. Good job. Good job. Woof. It's not just the kids that benefit, but the puppies too. If they weren't here, they would be in a cage most of the day at the shelter. And here they're being socialized. They're learning all kinds of different sights and sounds and smells. Socialization for the puppies. Oh yeah. Learning for the kids. Yep. I mean, who wouldn't want to learn like this? It's hard not to love adorable puppies, right? Are you being adorable? You're yeah, adorable, kind of. Graham. Oh, whoa, Bumble. Are you trying to, whoa, that was a French one. <laughs> I have to say that Graham is quite the kisser. First, a quick shout out to Rags to Riches Animal Rescue in Pennsylvania, where all the puppies come from. The good news here, Kelsey and Graham, they have now been adopted. Kelsey by a retired teacher, actually, from the school. The kids, of course, are definitely going to miss their friends, but they're going to make some new ones quickly. Miss Hughes, guys, told me this week she picked up three teeny corgi mixes that will be headed to the classroom real soon. Back that's to really, you. That, really that's sweet. great. That's Love really that. Sweet. Peter, thanks so much for bringing us that. Coming up, award-winning gear for your kitchen, including the sparkling gadget that'll jazz up any drink. Then later in She Made It, a booming business that's so much more than just making dough. Jill Martin Brooks oh, with so. an inspiring entrepreneur yeah. with a message we all need to hear. Third hour of today, we'll be right back. This is great. We're All right, we have something special. Well, because she's, well, I'll tell you what this is. <laughs> so this morning, every year, actually, Good Housekeeping tests hundreds of products for their Kitchen Gear Awards. And we have a first look this morning at some of the tools and gadgets that they picked this year. This is such a treat. Nicole uh, Papantonio is the director of Good Housekeeping Kitchen Appliances and Innovation Lab. Good morning to you. Hi, Good thank morning. you. You guys have some really cool things this year. Yes, and I'm so excited because we're finally done. The winners are out, and this is a glimpse. Right here, we have the Aero Garden. So they're one of the first brands that came out with this indoor garden. Self-watering, you see it has a light, Ooh. and you can grow all these beautiful plants. So this is some Thai basil, yeah. some fresh basil. We have wow. some parsley that's starting. Mm -hmm. And this is actually my sister. So it's real. You see it's been growing for about six months now. You stole your sister's garden? We went to Long Island <laughs> yesterday Mara, to Mara. get it. So if this you want to so cut some basil, you that's have fresh brilliant. basil year-round, which is it's so exciting. It's perfect for people who don't have a lot of space. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I, this is their slim design. 
design, and this is the one that won an award this year. That's really they keep cool. innovating, which we love. Tell right, us about these now. I love. Oh, so that's cut so beautifully. Ooh, this is from Victorinox. Wow, these are good, good knives. They that's a good are. Knife. That's a good knife company. And they're a really good value knife. This one has a wooden handle, and you see it's sliding through like yes. butter. It's really mm. nice. Water, baby. And our testers love that they could use it for steak, for tomatoes that are really hard. You could chiffonade some basil, which means just cut and see these beautiful strips. And it's really nice. And it makes it so much easier in the kitchen when you have a good knife that you can, like, trust, rely on. It's a game changer. Clean, easy. Mm. Well, this so, is, this yeah. is what Chanel was drinking at the top Yeah, the so help Second yourselves. Here. This is the drink mate. So we got a lot of submissions so cool. for sparkling water makers. Okay. This one can actually do anything, including orange juice or oh. this rosé that you're drinking. So instead of having to add extra seltzer, it just makes it bubbly. It gives Ooh. a little bubble. Exactly. Cool so that? this was flat before. Yep, it was it just a regular this. bottle of rosé that wow. we put into the bottle, mm -hmm. and it has this unique valve on the top that releases the gases so it won't splatter all over you. That so that's why really you're able cool. to use it. Nice. I love that. We were talking about this one earlier, too, the separation on the little bacon. It's really fun. I think it's so innovative. This is from Good Cook. So the sheet pan is the one that won an award, won an award and basically you can cook different things at I the same that. time without the juices mixing up. Oh, so, that's a good idea. Yeah. So for me, I hate like when my fish is on like my vegetables, yeah. but I love both separately. And then you see we have some chicken, some veggies. If you have some picky eaters, you don't have to like go the extra mile. Oh, wow. Really just keep it separate. Everything bakes this at the same time. It's kind of like having that's an fantastic. air fryer except it's not air fryer. I love that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's say you want to upgrade your pots and pans. So what I love about these pots and pans, they're from Farberware. They're really Farberware's lightweight. Farberware's been around forever. Yes. And these are made of recycled aluminum. So them too, they're really innovative. And you could pick it up. It feels lightweight. So you're like, oh, it should be heavier. It performed really well in our tests. It heats very evenly. It made a beautiful steak. And you see that has these lovely handles that are just really easy to grab that you can And the cook fact that it's light clean. makes it so much easier yes. to like pour it onto a plate. And it's cool. non-stick, so it makes cleanup really easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then finally, I... This, because uh, I'm always misting, but then exactly. sometimes I want to pour the oil. Exactly. And I got to unscrew the top. Oh. And the other thing to it's know, genius, right? most people don't know that the nonstick sprays that you buy in the can actually make nonstick appliances mm -hmm. sticky because it leaves uh, behind residue. Okay. So when you have your oh, own, you can choose whatever oil wow. you put in there. And so it's a really fine oh, that's mist. That's cool. Oh, and it's that's really, awesome. yeah, so it's really, really fine. And it can go yeah, for your air yeah. fryer treats that you just need a light coat of oil. That's cool. If you're trying to be conscious of how many calories yeah. you're eating, put Wait, it in Wait, it says $8.99? That's pretty yeah, cheap. Really, that's good. Not bad. Really I'm affordable. Excited. You know what? It's something you wouldn't buy for yourself, and then you get it, and it's like, oh, exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Nicole. All right. Well, I'll do it now. How do it now? How do it now? Uh, to see more winners from Good Housekeeping's Kitchen Gear Awards, just head to today.com slash shop. These were solid. Coming yeah, up and cool. She Made It, One Smart Cookie. Oh. Jill Martin Brooks met an inspired, yeah, thank you. Jill Martin Brooks met a really inspiring cancer survivor who's on a mission to make a better snack. Ooh. Jill's back right after this. We're back with another great She Made It. Today, lifestyle and commerce contributor Jill Martin Brooks is here with a really inspiring story about a, a cookie dough entrepreneur, huh? 
Yeah, and you know what? This just really shows you you can hold two things at one time. Yeah. Okay. You can be devastated and going through something horrible and also be motivated. Mm. And I think it's, it's super interesting. So Lauren Castle's story resonated with me in a major way after cancer kicked her down to what she calls her rock bottom. She found something very sweet on her way back up, her purpose. Mm. I do look at life like it's so precious. That's why I love being an entrepreneur. It's like, I did it. I gave my all every day. Lauren Castle knows a thing or two about perspective. She's the founder and CEO of Sweet Lauren's, a better for you cookie dough brand. She's also a cancer survivor. I know you know I'm currently battling cancer, and so I find it so fascinating and empowering that you found some positive in the mess. There is such community here, there's such support, and it is so hard to go through it. And to find some way to turn something so negative and scary into your biggest strength, it's what got me through. Lauren was just 23 and a recent graduate of the University of Southern California when she was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. It was the first time I was truly just depressed and I didn't know what my life would look like in the future, if I would ever get healthy, if I would ever be happy again. I think after like about two, three months of that, something in me was like, I just want to be happy. Through six months of chemo, Lauren began to prioritize health and nutrition. She decided to eliminate dairy and processed foods from her diet. There was nothing in a supermarket or a bakery that really satisfied my sweet tooth. And so that's when I started to make my own recipes and I just became determined to recreate the classic chocolate chip cookie, but made of more wholesome, real, unprocessed ingredients so that I could feel good. But I brought it to enough dinner parties, to enough friends' homes, and I just saw the reaction over and over again of people saying, Lauren, this is amazing. In 2007, doctors told Lauren the good news. Her cancer was in remission, and Lauren was inspired. I took a business writing class, and this guy in my class worked in Whole Foods. And so he set up a meeting, and I didn't have a website yet. I didn't have a packaged product, but I took the meeting and gave the buyer samples of cookies I baked at home. And he was like, it's delicious. When can you get me cookie dough? It took seven months and a lot of research and development but Sweet Lauren's was on the rise. So now it's seven months later and what happens? You come up with a business plan, packaging, it's all over your house, I assume. I only get into a couple Whole Foods in the Northeast. I am that person literally with a suitcase and a toaster oven going on the New York City subways. But I am sure that there were a lot of struggles as you look back. I think the biggest obstacle was in the early days. I didn't have enough orders and distribution and retailers um, on board yet to kind of get over the hump and really become profitable. Sweet Lawrence built a loyal following and soon expanded into Target, Publix, and Kroger. Their gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, and vegan cookie dough can be eaten raw or baked fresh. When I first launched, it was in a tub, and I realized people didn't love that, and what they really wanted was portion control and ease. So now the packaging, you know, looks like this, and inside, it's pre-portioned so that it's really easy just to have one or two at a time. In 2022, Sweet Lauren sold 100 million cookies. You've been through so much, and so I guess for people watching who are going through something similar, 
um, who are entrepreneurs or who want to start a business, what would your best advice be? If you're going through a hard time, I really believe if you have a positive attitude and you just keep putting one foot in front of the other every day, you will get through it and you will turn what could be a really negative thing into a better outcome. Now that is one tough cookie. Cheers to health and wellness. Cheers to health and wellness. <laughs> this is my new favorite cookie. So I we, sorry, we had friends come over the other day and they didn't know what to bring that Calvin can eat with celiac disease. So they brought over these. I had no idea the backstory behind them. They're delicious. Yeah, I mean, they're delicious. You can eat them cooked. You can eat them raw. They're delicious. They're healthy. And, I mean, what a story. Are they doing seasonal flavors? Uh, uh, that's funny. You saw the tag. Yeah. They're doing <laughs> pumpkin spice. And what's the other one? Your favorite, Al. Gingerbread. Gingerbread. Oh, I like gingerbread. gingerbread. I like. But like bravo it. to her. She turned. Absolutely. I mean, let me tell you something. She kicked cancer's butt, and now she sold over a million cookies. I you love go, that. Lord. Makes you right. want to buy more cookies. Yep. That's my excuse. Thank and you. they're delicious, yeah. so eat them. Thank and you. you're too. kicking cancer's butt, too. You Amen. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I am... Working away at it. Yes, Look good, are. my friend. Love you guys. All right. Up next, speaking of style, in our style file, Halloween costumes, the whole family can rock using the clothes you can actually wear again. <laughs> we'll be right back. Look how cute they are. We are back with a real treat in our Halloween style <laughs> file. Costumes you can actually wear in your real life using clothes you may already have in your closet. So here to help is fashion expert Katie Sams. Katie, Hi, Katie. Good, morning. good morning. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me back. Of I'm so excited for this one. All of your styles are always so practical. So this is funny that you're going to do this with Halloween costumes. I know. It was a bit of a trick, but I think we got really good ones. This is going to be the quickest, easiest, and most affordable way to get ready for Halloween this year. And you guys, we still have less than two weeks, yes. but almost God, two weeks. So. If you let's could, get into it. Let's get right into it. Okay, our first model today is actually my sister. Oh. And she is coming out as, can you guess? Andy Anderson from How to Lose a Guy oh, in 10 Oh, days. my gosh. Oh. So this is something that you could pull from your own closet if you have a wedding guest dress. This is a perfect gown. This one is from Amazon Fashion. She's wearing her super smalls necklace. We love super smalls here because that's the famous De Beers necklace in the show. And, of course, she has her love fern. And if you want to just take this, you know, to real life, maybe to a wedding the following week. Well, weekend, that's true. Grab your clutch, put down oh, your phone, and you're ready to go. Look at I that. feel like you have to walk around with an iPad with the, with the movie so you can be like, like, see her? Yeah. I know. I love that this is an Amazon dress, too. Yeah. Exactly. And an Amazon clutch. So everything you're going to see today is under $60. That's Boom. wonderful. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. I can't wait Thanks, to see. Sis. Thank you. <laughs> the <laughs> next one. Okay. Let's get out our next model. I think you two are really going to appreciate this because I think you might have dressed up like this in the past. I got uh, one Hands down, one of my favorite yes, Halloween costumes. This is an iconic pop icon. <laughs> I love it. All right. Icon. This is my very own makeup artist, Lucas Dean, dressed as Marty McFly. Oh, what did you, you just jump ship? Yeah, he just jump strip. So here we have his That's vest good. on, his jean jacket, a pair of Levi's pants, a flannel right underneath. I mean, I would wear this out just as is, but if yes. you don't want to be too Marty McFly and you want to go out in your real life, take the vest off. There he goes. Oh, there you go. Very oh. interactive segment today, right? Very nice. And he's going to have his sunglasses. Let's see. Let's just do a little wink. There we go. Uh, <laughs> he has his watch. Great. Excellent. You can find all these pieces in your closet. I think everyone no, has them. All right. This what next we used one. to do it back in the day. We just grabbed I know. You this figure is a sustainable way to do it, right? It's yeah. how we should all be doing it. Well, okay. you've got, uh, we've you got to recognize our next. That's right. We cooked us up. This is from the bear. <laughs> this is from the bear. So oh, see, when you're together, I get it. Bailey and Brianna. So we, we should have... probably disclose that those are our sisters. Yes. That's right. You guys. Okay. 
We were light on staff today. We had to bring them yeah. in for yes. some of our models. Okay, so we have Bailey. He is Carmi. As you can see, we have throw an apron on. Everyone has an apron. Sure. Everyone yes. has a dark pair of jeans, a t-shirt. Of course, he's holding his containers because he is the chef. And then we have our prodigy, Sydney, over here. He doesn't here. even cook. This is so funny. Wow. Neither do you. <laughs> and then Sydney oh, over here cute. in the bandana, which really went famous. And I think the costume designer, Courtney Wheeler, for this, wanted to showcase so their differences. Fun. So mm -hmm. we have her clipboard, her bandana, and, of course, their famous clogs. So you guys look great. No, I get you it. Look great. I get it now. Earlier Bri with Brianna, I was like, Brianna, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Any family. Thank you, guys. We're lucky to rock our next look. Exactly. So this is our gym. couple's costume. But our next costume is our family costume. Okay. I hope you guys recognize this. It was one of my favorite shows oh, of the yes. season, Daisy Jones and the Six. Ah, oh, you can do this with clever. any family. Today we're kind of Daisy Jones and the Two, but <laughs> it really works. We have my niece and nephew, Jude and Lila, and oh. our models, Justin and Shirley, rocking it out so today cute. as Daisy Jones and Billy Dude. I, I love, love that. that. Well that's done. Something Nicely you know, done. You get rid of the guitar, and all of a sudden, it's just an absolutely it's an absolute. And honestly, this would be a really cute holiday card. I feel like you guys should do this. That's yeah, really you cute. can pretend you're a real family and send exactly, it to exactly. our <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. White Lotus is the last one, Oh, huh? yes, the White Lotus. Okay, who didn't love Tanya? Jennifer Coolidge from White Lotus. Is oh, this oh, not this is so cute. unbelievable? Here she is. This is our beautiful model, Hawa. She is in this floral dress oh, that's this actually is a symbol oh, from wow. The Godfather. If you didn't, if you didn't know that already, oh, I realized that. And then you take off her glasses, take <laughs> off her headscarf, and you can wear this to brunch. You can wear this to a bridal shower or just out to work with your friends. This is so fun. This is I love it. Wow. It is. Cool. It's a great set. This is a great set. Again, I say you guys need an iPad though, just to show people yeah, just in just case. To, you so Thank you, Katie. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me again. Thank you. This is so fun. <laughs> What a show. It's oh, yeah. been great. What a show. Okay, tomorrow on the third hour of today, we are refreshing your skincare routine with new techniques to try. Oh, coming up on Hoda and Jenna, a mom and two daughters who beat breast cancer together. Mm. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We hope we see you here tomorrow. We do sincerely hope that. <laughs> Have a great day. Have a good day. Wow. I'm just a little warm.